ऑडियंस वेलकम टू न्यू वेव ग्लोबल दिस इज अनदर चैनल ऑफ नया दौर टीवी चैनल यू वॉच इन उर्दू एंड दिस इज इट्स इंग्लिश चैनल टूडे वी हैव विद माई कलीग माई फ्रेंड माई लिटल ब्रदर फराज आई हैव एन अदर वेरी डिस्टिंग्विश गेस्ट ऑल ऑफ अस नो हिम वेरी वेल ही इज मुस्लिम फॉर ट्रम्प इन रिपब्लिकन पार्टी एंड ही इज ज्वाइनिंग अस टू chat with us about what is going on in the middle east sajid thank you very much for joining us uh, please just explain our audience first what is happening in the middle east what do you see where we are the world is heading at mispa sahab thank you so much for having me in your show uh, my pleasure uh, Uh, it's unfortunate reality whatever is going on in middle east uh, it was started by hamas but the way israel is behaving in the middle east that is uh, it's ridiculous matter of fact it's a, it's a genocide this is what the new world is these days i'm listening genocide it is true uh, i used to ask this question what is the appropriate uh, uh, ratio of uh, collateral damage and this is not a collateral damage this is uh, attacking the hospitals mosques and churches and uh, is is unreal this is unreal uh, but unfortunately the biggest uh, complaint i have uh, towards the uh, to america american political system i have a complaint against them then my second biggest complaint is that they had a joint session in riyadh saudi arabia last week of arab league and oic and they were not able to, to come to any solid uh, conclusion iranians they came up with a resolution there that we need to declare israel as a terrorist state and there was that was not approved then they uh, the syrians they came up with the resolution that we need to boycott we need to uh, expel that uh, we mm. need to stop the diplomatic relations with israel and they were not able to uh, come with any kind of resolution on it this is embarrassing and this is not a first occasion matter of fact let me tell you we are muslim we are suffering all over the world and regardless they are burmese rohingyas or either they are uyghurs or uh, they are even then syrian muslims or either they are libyan muslims all over the the world matter of fact this is ridiculous but this recent uh, genocide taking place from israel it, there is no match to this and what is happening is is america and the other so, western countries they are just they are just uh, watching it so taking so, place so it, tell us this uh, there has been mass protest in us and in europe in all the big cities thousands of people uh, and none of them, i mean majority of them were not muslims right uh, they have come out and are protesting against this genocide however what we see the 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 governments uh, the the head of states do not are not taking any notice of these protests and their policy is very clear clear cut that they are going to support israel and they are going to stand behind this genocide that is taking place which is bombing the hospitals killing of the children and none of this protest really matters in this case no the thing is this first of all the american foreign policy they they always say unconditional support of israel and I, that, that's a very controversial statement there must be some condition you know what do you think that the israel when you say unconditional uh, support i mean so that means they can break all the, the rules of war 
They can this is just like a license to kill, license to kill. And they are doing it. I mean, so here, uh, imagine about it, that Joe Biden is telling them, don't make the mistakes which America has done after September 11th, but they are giving them ammunition. They are giving them dollars. They are giving them all the missiles. Not only this, they have sent the, the ships there and they are, now they have sent a nuclear submarine there. So it's a contradiction in their own uh, own statements and foreign policy. But here, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's uh, so shocking that not only America, the France and the Rishi Sonak and uh, Mikran, all of them, they're going to Israel, but none of them has gone to West Bank to support, uh, to, to show any any regrets or any support to Palestine. Yeah, exactly. And th this is the biggest contradiction. Uh, now, the OIC, what, what do you think OIC could do, right? They, do they have any leverage? First of all, to me, is I have a problem with the OIC, OIC has... It's, it's like a propaganda scheme of uh, Saudi Arabia. I mean, so they, they were not effective in the past at the same time, regardless either it was a Kashmir issue or any other issues. They are not able to come up with, they were not able to solve any Muslim issue. It has mm -hmm. become a non-functional organization like United Nations. I mean, say they always, uh, you know, do whatever they feel like. I mean, say the, the bigger, I mean, United Nations is America's marketing uh, wing. That's what it is. So unfortunately, uh, nothing is working. And earlier, like we were talking about it, uh, Israel will not stop this uh, campaign until they achieve their targets, which is an unfortunate reality. And th this is a slap on humanity. Uh, it's unbelievable. Yeah, uh, so I'm, I'm, we are watching us, this. Tell us this. What is the... Uh, so we understand the, the, Israel, the Jewish diaspora is very strong, but what we see here, the many Jewish... Uh, from people from the Jewish community are speaking up against this genocide. They are joining Muslims and they are joining other communities to protest against this genocide. So, I, but I still understand that the, the Zionist regime or the Israeli regime has a lot of influence in the US. What I want to know is, you know, politicians usually they worry about their vote bank. In this case, there are mass protests. But they're not worrying about their vote bank. They are still out there to support Israel. What is? What do you think is happening here? You know, first of all, being a student of political science, uh, since last 10 or 15 years, what I'm observing, that democracy is declining all over the world. It's not only in America. Uh, and there are many other reasons. I mean, there are many factors why the democracy is in decline. First of all, uh, journalism is gone. It has become a media uh, enterprise. Uh, every uh, big channel or every big news is owned by the corporations. And the second thing is this, uh, the technology, that the, the democracy is not catching up with the social media. And then at the same time, a majority of our uh, elected leaders, they are behaving like dictators, like authoritarianism is on the rise. Uh, most of these countries, you see it, uh, while either it's America, you know, you can see it uh, when the Donald Trump has declared his candidacy, the census polls are rising, 1991 uh, uh, allegations against him. Some of them, they're criminal. Mm -hmm. Same thing, look at the India, authoritarianism, you know, the courts are under their belt, the legislation under their belt. It seems like the China model model looks better. I mean, say one party, Macron. Look at the Macron. Uh, uh, imagine about it. There was a big uh, allegation against the retirement age in France, and he doesn't care. Look at even the in Israel. Bibi Netanyahu was busy in judicial yeah. reform there, and he was not trying. He was not able. Oh, uh -huh. And, and let me tell you another thing. So since you said that a lot of uh, the Jews are against it, uh, it was a famous. Uh, protest at the Capitol Hill in Washington, D.C. Uh, against this uh, exercise and this campaign. And all of them, they were Jews against this uh, Israel's yeah. uh, campaign. 
and they they took they sat in the uh, capital dome in the in the cap on the capital hill and they were arrested and not only this uh, Bibi Netanyahu is not popular in Israel anymore he's far right and he's behaving like a dictator himself so unfortunately the democracy is in decline uh, and this is what I'm watching since last ten years. There is one more thing to to uh, what I would like to address. You know, look at from Israel perspective, where they could very well say that, you know, how else can we eradicate Hamas? And Hamas has actually started this war. Hamas actually went in and, you know, kidnapped, taken hostages, killed Israelis. So that, that is also condemnable. Question really becomes from, from Israel's side is, hey, how else do we go and eradicate Hamas? Hamas is hiding behind children. Hamas is doing all this. And there is no justification to kill the children in any way. But is there any other way for Israel to get rid of Hamas? But that's what they're saying. The Israel, when I'm talking to uh, my Jewish friends here, matter of fact, this is sometimes they come with the point, what other choice we have? Uh, his, Hamas started it. And not only this, Hamas has a history at the same time using people as a human shield. Yeah. But the thing is, there should be some kind of diplomatic solution on it, you know, because the wars in 21st century and this genocide, my biggest issue is this. Frasby is, is a civilian killing, regardless if they're Jews, regardless they are Palestinians, whoever it exactly. is. A civilian person has nothing to do with the foreign policy. They don't have nothing to do with the, with the defensive or aggressive behavior of Hamas. What the Palestinians got to do with it? Yeah. So the Israel has to think about it. That would they have to find some kind of a diplomatic solution? That's what the ideal situation is. But unfortunately, this is not what they are. This is a fifth war within 15 years. And who suffers all the time is the Palestinian civilians. And the kids, I'm mean, saying today, close to 11,000 people have been murdered. Uh, and majority of them, their children. What they got to do with this? Uh, Hamas uh, aggression, whatever. So they, mm -hmm. we have to, as a word, matter of fact, if you personally ask me, they need to sit together and find some kind of diplomatic solution. They are, uh, I mean, so people are, again, uh, since we are seeing the protests, but again, the people are talking about the two-state solution, which Bibi Netanyahu is is, is uh, just shoving it away. But ultimately, there is only one solution, is a two-state solution. Mm -hmm. Yeah, actually, oh, is, there, there, is a, there, there, is a, there is a little issue here, uh, uh, Sajid. Uh, see, the thing is that when somebody says, well, what we should do, see, there are two types of forces in the world. One is the force, which is uh, kind of, uh, which we call it in Urdu, Jatha, you know, like um, Hamas, and uh, which we already call them terrorists, right? I mean, uh, it is declared terrorist organization versus a sovereign nation like Israel, a democracy and the people, uh, my Pakistani friend who traveled to Israel, they say that once you pass through the immigration and you are in Israel, it is a democratic country. Nobody is watching you, nothing. You go travel and whatever, you know. So at other hand is that, okay, what these jathas do, they just attack civilians, they just go house to house and a killing rampage and all that. But what the sovereign government does, sovereign government, first of all, they make the thing so that they will not be able to do it. If they do, they do special operations. They infiltrate inside. They go inside and eradicate it. They don't go there and start bombing. That everybody sitting there, okay, maybe out of 10 people, one is Hamas, so we, let's kill all 10 so that Hamas will die. This is the this is the big question here. It is. And another another thing, another question which uh, I like to ask you is that you remember George Bush Senior, 
what did he do? He put the embargo on the 10 billion uh, loan guarantees to Israel when they were uh, expanding their uh, settlements. Why something, see, because uh, you know that, and you know more than me, that uh, it's true that American and we all uh, have a lot of, uh, America has a lot of support to Israel, but Israel also re rely on America. So question comes here, uh, Sajid, that do you see it? Is there any American interest which Israel is serving here? That's why America cannot just say publicly, please don't do it. No, but, the, you know, the, to me is, which I, uh, you know, uh, if you here, I wanted to tell you, I have a lot of Jewish friends here, especially the town I'm living, Baltimore and D.C. area. Baltimore, where I'm speaking right now, is a heavily Jewish area where I'm sitting in my home. I have a two synagogues on a walking distance. But what happens is this, uh, their influence uh, in, in here, in, in this country. And earlier, if you see, if you if you read the American history, most of the, the, the big financial centers or hubs, they, they were made by Jewish scientists. Before the First World War or Second World War, America was nothing. This was just a raw market for the European factories. They used to make cotton hair or make sugar cane and send it there to change into the rum or make the uh, make the wool out of it or make the cigarettes out of them. But then after the First World War, Second World War, especially when the, the scientists were, come, were brought here after the Second World War from Germany, they made this country a superpower. So they, uh, and this is what they, this is how they are right now. Uh, like I told you, and second thing, if you, uh, since I'm Republican and Republican, they are very faith-based. Uh, situation I have seen, uh, they because the Jesus was Jew at the same time. So they, they when they are sitting together, it is they always say the Jews they are God chosen people. And not only this, keep in your mind that where the Israel is located, it is very sacred for the Christians as well. So the thing is, they are interrelated to each other, or they have a bondage with each other which is uh, not separatable. So but the thing is, but this is not how it's supposed to be. In 21st century, uh, you have to think about it. Whatever you do is going to fire back you. Uh, like earlier, earlier, you said, this is not a solution to go there and kill the children, uh, to chill, uh, to, to attack uh, women. I mean, say hospitals, regardless, they are saying that they were, uh, they, they were they, uh, the Hamas is sitting under the hospital of Shafa Hospital. But this is not a solution. You go there and, and you know, just yeah. kill. Like, you know, this is uh, exactly like it. If you have a headache, you cut, you cut your, you take your head off. I mean, this is not a solution. You have to find what the grassroots issue is. And this so, issue is, didn't yeah, start yeah. yesterday. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's an old issue. So, so Salid, my last question, since you represent um, Muslims for Trump organization, you're the president of it. Uh, Donald Trump has a more radical view than Joe Biden in support of Israel. He says that he is going to block the immigration from the Muslim countries. And he is going to profile and send back the Muslims who are protesting in the favor of Palestine. What is your take on this? You know, the thing, uh, I have uh, not only, uh, I was working with him for the last four years. I was I traveled with him 2016. First of all, let me tell you, this is a big allegation on him that he's an anti-Muslim uh, gentleman. He was born in New York and he's a, he know what the diversity is. Yes, his base is from the rural countries, those are maybe haven't seen a lot of Muslims there. And here, let me tell you a personal experience. His younger daughter is married to a Muslim. 
Uh, and I was, uh, you know, I know him. Oh, I, really? How come this is not a news? We haven't heard about this. I mean, this no, is the first is. time I heard this. Yeah, you know, it is his his younger daughter who graduated uh, from Georgetown Law School. Uh, she married to a, a, a gentleman with a Lebanese uh, background. I believe they are living in South Africa. And I I, I was uh, in touch with them, uh, that uh, fellow I met. I mean, is he, is he Muslim? Because there are a lot of Lebanese, in, uh, there are a lot of Christians in Lebanon too. No, Muslim. His name is Muslim. Matter of fact, the thing is, this, a funny thing, let me tell you, one day uh, when I was, this is how he approached me when I had a sign uh, in my hand, uh, Muslims American for Trump, and he uh, came up there and he said, you Muslim. But the thing is, but on at the same time, his son-in-law is Jewish at the same time, practicing Jewish. Yes. And not only this, the Donald Trump was a person who took the embassy to the Jerusalem, which yes. I was not in favor of it, which I, which I, 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 I had a voice against it. Because the thing is, this, I still have opinion. I don't agree with the 100.10% whatever Donald Trump says. I have to, you know, to see what my conscience is saying. I have to uh, support what my conscience is telling me. But here, the thing is, uh, Donald Trump wouldn't have done anything differently what is happening today. But the, uh, again, coming to the question he said the other day that he will deport the people. Uh, you know, look at this. Today in Pakistan, uh, you are sending Afghanis after 40 years to Afghanistan. And reason, you know where it started from? It started from a cricket match in India. That's where the movement Not started. really. There are other you factors. You can say too. there were I mean, def uh, definitely yeah. suicide but, bombing. But then two and, wrongs don't make one right, right? Of course, of course. But here the question is this, and the Muslim ban, which is a famous one, the countries are, are Libya, Iraq, North Korea, Iran. So the, those countries are already sort of either the documents cannot be provable okay. from them verifiable, or they are in a state of war against the U.S. So this is what he always talk about it. Plus, at the same time, he always used that as a campaign, uh, 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 his, uh, for his campaign to uh, to please his base and to, to tell people. Plus, at the same time, let me tell you earlier, I was talking about it about two or three weeks back. The FBI had here in this country has said that America is vulnerable and there can be a terrorist attack. So as a candidate, as a presidential candidate, he has to tell his his masses or supporters to keep them feel better that you are safe or I will protect the country at the same time. Okay. Sajid, uh, thank you very much. Uh, audience, thank you for watching. Until next week, goodbye.